Welcome to the Gambler Shack. Uh, we back, man, for Super Bowl. Uh, I'm Bobby Beats. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. Follow my main man, Gabe Myers, at G underscore Myers 33. Uh, Gabe, it is coming down to an end uh, this NFL season. It's always bittersweet Super Bowl Sunday because, you know, of course, as football fans, as gamblers, it is the most bet on sporting event of the year. So we look forward to this, but it's like, man, after this, gotta wait till like September 10th or whatever the day is for another NFL football game. I mean, I don't really count the preseason. So, I mean, I gotta wait forever for another football game. So it's always, the Sunday's always bittersweet. And I've always thought the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday, call it Hangover Monday, but the government hasn't caught on to that one yet. So. <laughs> One day when I'm president, that that'll be my platform. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that is a true statement. He hasn't caught on to it yet. But uh, if you've been out there a rock, uh, we have the L.A. Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl Fifty. Six. Six. Fifty-six. Fifty. I, I, mean, I feel like we played damn near to sixty, but I don't know. I, yeah, I think it is fifty-six. I, I, it's fifty-six. It's fifty. I can confidently say it's fifty-six. Uh, this is an interesting battle between Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford. Uh, we all know the history of this of both quarterbacks, honestly speaking. But uh, I mean, let's dive right into it, Gabe. I mean, this line I think it started off at four and a half. Yeah, uh, four and a half was the opening line. It's it's gone back and forth between, but it feels like it's settled at a solid four right now. Yeah, and it hasn't moved. It hasn't moved at all one bit. I thought I was going to get it to three and a half, but I don't think no more money is coming in on Cincinnati to get it down to three and a half. I wanted it. To. I think the the people the because it's a lot of public money on Cincinnati. The people that were like gonna bet Cincinnati for the most part have bet Cincinnati already. I actually pl- placed my uh, my Super Bowl bet today, and we'll get into that. I put a. If I win, I can pay my rent next month with the with the winnings. Nice, um, nice. If, if, if I lose, we'll be living under a rock. Um, not not literally, but it's uh yeah we're doing uh I, I'm I'm excited but yeah the line hasn't really moved I I think I was like you like wondering where to get to three and a half because there is so much because the the public is just no one's I don't feel like neither of these teams are really that polarizing mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's rooting against anybody. But I feel like a lot of the public's rooting for Joe Burrow. That, that like he's kind of, he's been uh, he has been the star of this postseason is Joe Burrow. So that's the uh, that's that's kind of where public money is. It's like oh Joe Burrow, you know Jamar Chase, the LSU two out here. So that's the uh, that that makes it interesting. But I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for this one. And as we have to do in the gambling shack, and I'm happy we are. We disagree on the game. We disagree. I mean, that's, uh, I that's pretty going, much a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I, I am being the elitist that I am going with the L.A. Rams and all their stars and Cooper Cup and OBJ, Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, Matthew Stafford, Leonard Floyd, Jalen Ramsey, Cam Akers, Van Jefferson. I'm naming people like I'm Rob Harris out here. Andrew Whitworth, all of them. Eric Weddle out of retirement, coming from playing pickup basketball to playing every snap in the NFC Championship game. I'm betting on the Rams minus four. 
Rob, you're on the other side. Yeah, I'm on Cincinnati plus four. Um, a Cinderella story between, you know, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. You could say worst of first, but they built their way within the draft and a few free agents here and there. But um, I like them plus four, man. I think it's a solid pick. They remind me of the the New York Giants, uh, that Cinderella run to the Super Bowl. And it has that same feeling. One on the road, got sacked nine times against Tennessee, come back and win that game. Um, didn't look good against Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. Uh, but what a what One a of fin- the two of us turned the game off. Yeah, I, I, I fell asleep. I took a nap, and then I woke up. I woke up, and it was 24-21. I said, wait a minute. What's going on here? And uh, Cincinnati doing that thing. But plus four, man, I, I think Joe Burrow will come to rise to the occasion and um, spoil Matthew Stafford's time. And uh, I guess I'll just jump ahead. I got a first-half bet, uh, plus three, Cincinnati and L.A. Rams. I, I, I can see that happening because it will be a close game. Both teams will try to figure each other out in the first half. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm on the Rams minus four, and this is not. I think a lot of people, a lot of of the public, who is on the Rams minus four, they're I, they feel strongly about it, and I feel strongly about this. But I think they're feeling strongly about it for the wrong reasons. Their reasons are: I don't think Cincinnati's very good. The Rams have all these stars; they're going to blow them out because. Cincinnati has Burrow and Chase, and the Rams got, you know, 10 all-pro caliber players. That's not the right reasoning to bet the Rams minus four. Uh, if you pay attention to the show, and Rob, you know this, I've been very high on the Rams from the start of the season. They were my preseason Super Bowl pick. I picked – I had a prop bet on them to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So it isn't, oh, they're playing the Bengals, they're going to win. I thought they would beat the Chiefs should the Chiefs have beaten Cincinnati. So this is not – I don't think the Bengals are any good. I think the Bengals roster is a little underrated. Trey Hendrickson's a very good pass rusher, been a 15, uh, 14, 15 sack guy the last couple of years. DJ Reader, former Texan, a great run-stuffing nose tackle. Logan Wilson, one of the better underrated linebackers in the NFL. Jesse Bates, probably the best safety in the league that no one realizes is a really good safety. Um, and I think I'm, I'm happy for these guys. Their profile is going to raise by playing in this game. Because those are some really good players that are going to make some plays and eventually get some get some cash out of it. Because I know with uh, well with Logan Wilson and Jesse Bates, they're due for contracts here pretty soon, so they're going to go ahead and get paid. And of course, we know the offense. Cincinnati's elite at the skill positions. It is the matchup in the trenches. Football to me still comes down to that. And the last time the Bengals played a, a good defensive line, they played the Titans and got sacked nine times. They're playing the Rams defense line, who's even better. And, oh, by the way, Ryan Tannehill ain't playing quarterback for him. They got Matthew Stafford back there. I just don't see the Bengals being over to, being able to overcome that mismatch in the trenches. I mean, hey, the, the secondary isn't no joke uh, for Cincinnati. Key pickoffs at the right time. Uh, I mean, hey, they I mean, they picked out Patrick Mahomes to, to get the game when the field goal, no, but – yeah, you know, and that's what I'm saying. I think we're underrating nationally. I think people are underrating the Bengals roster. Like I say, the people who are on the Rams side in the public, I think, are doing it because oh, well, the Bengals are lucky to be here. Which every the Rams are lucky to be here too. If Tart doesn't drop the interception, you know, it's 49ers and Bengals we're looking at. You know, probably. So that's. I mean, I I don't the thing like oh, they're lucky to be here. I don't really care about that. And I think the Bengals roster. It's not an elite roster. But it's not a bad roster. This is a good roster. 
outside of Burrow and Chase, and I would say Joe Mixon is becoming an elite player this year. Maybe don't have the elite players, at least to the extent that the Rams or the Chiefs do or the 49ers, but they have Logan Wilson, Jesse Bates, DJ Reader, Trey Hendrickson. There are some really good players. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Uzuma. There are some very, very good players that the Bengals have. So I think we're but, underrating the roster a little bit. And I want to, even though I'm someone who is betting the Rams, I kind of want to get that across where maybe the Bengals, you know, they're not the Chiefs roster, the Bills roster, 49ers, Rams, Packers roster, Tampa Bay's roster. But this is a good team with a phenomenal quarterback and outstanding skill position players. And in the NFL now, that's translating the wins if you have a great quarterback and, and great skill people. The Chiefs. Look at the Chiefs last season. I mean, excuse me, look, I mean, two seasons look, before. Look at the Chiefs. Look at what, you know, why did Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay? Yeah. To play with Godwin and Mike Evans. You brought Gronk with him, Antonio Brown. That I mean, look at the Bills and the guys they've compiled up, the 49ers. They don't got the quarterback right, but Debo, IU, Kittle, the running backs they got. I mean, now I think the Rams, they have that as well. They, they brought in Stafford. Move worked out tremendously. You're in the Super Bowl. They can run the ball. Cam Akers was hurt most of the year. Michelle's a solid back. Henderson played well this year. But obviously, Cooper Cup and OBJ. I mean, that. Like they, so they have that as well. Maybe not to the extent of Cincinnati because I don't think they, you know, they don't have the running back as good as Joe Mixon. But it's the Rams in the trenches. And to me, that decides the game. Also, Sean McVay. I think Zach Taylor, I hope he starts to get this due as a coach because he's in the Super Bowl now with the freaking Bengals. And so he, he deserves some credit for this. But Sean McVay, I mean, Zach Taylor was Sean McVay's quarterback coach three years ago when they played in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Every, the, the Bengals hired Zach Taylor with the effort of finding the next Sean McVay. I, I think we're going to see the way Belichick took McVay to school a few years ago. I think we're going to Mc, see McVay take Zach Taylor to school a little bit in this one. Hmm. Strong that, take. That, um, I, by the way, uh, for my final pick, I, I, I like that strong take. Uh, Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. He's the big target. He's the number one. Uh, give me anytime touchdown for him plus 300. Anytime touchdown. Okay, so I'm with you there because the Bengals, if they're going to win this game, obviously I don't think they're going to. But if they're going to win this game, it's going to be with the big plays. And they're the best big play offense in football this year. They're the best big play. It's going to be with big plays. So it's going to be with Joe Burrow throwing it up to Jamar Chase. We'll see how the Rams choose to cover him. Does Ramsey follow him around? Do they try to double team him with one of their, one of their second and third corners and a safety over the top? We'll, we'll see what happens. But Burrow, Jamar Chase is not going to see a lack of targets. That is who Joe Burrow trusts. That's who he's going to throw the ball to in pressure situations. So I like that. Anytime touchdown plus 300. I like Odell Beckham. First touchdown of the game, plus 1,000. OBJ has become the red zone target in the last month and a half, two months for the Rams. He's become the guy to go to because teams are doubling Cooper Cup. Because Cooper Cup's been so good, they're just doubling him. And Stafford, instead of forcing it in, and I think that's what got Stafford in trouble in the middle of the season when he's turning the ball over a lot. And remember, OBJ had just came in, so maybe the chemistry wasn't quite there between OBJ and Stafford. But Stafford would just force the ball into Cooper Cup. He'd just be like, oh, everything else be damned. I'm going to throw it to my guy. But now Stafford's starting to spread the ball out a little bit. And he's starting to spread it around. Odell Beckham consistently matched up on second and third cornerbacks. I like OBJ first touchdown of the game. Even if the Bengals hit the ball first, because in all three of the Bengals' playoff games, 
they've gone down and scored field goals, not touchdowns on the opening drive. But the Bengals go down. Uh, the Bengals hit the ball first, go down, kick a field goal. The Rams have come back. Matt Stafford finds OBJ on a slant route in the end zone at seven three to the LA Rams. I so like that, that pick because that's how um, OBJ is excited. Sorry about that. Uh, OBJ is excited uh, to get that that first. That first touchdown in the Super Bowl is his first Super Bowl, so he's excited. Uh, not even to get the jitters out, but just the excitement yeah. of uh, OBJ on this football field in this big spotlight in SoFi Stadium. I like that. Plus, I like that. Plus a thousand first touchdown OBJ of the game. I like that. Yeah, so that that's kind of where I'm at, and we we talked about this right before we started recording. Or I, I was telling you about this, kind of how I see this playing out. And I don't think there's any prop like this, at least on a Movada that I've seen. But if your book has something like this, I'd recommend you go bet it. If you could find like a under receiving yards in the first half line for Cooper Cup, I would take the under. Because I think all for these last two weeks, the Bengals have been, you know, the player, the coach has been telling the players, we can't let Cooper Cup beat us. We can't let Cooper Cup beat us. And the players have been hearing it, you know, can't let Cooper Cup beat us. They're going to be so focused in on Cooper Cup. I actually like the Rams. You know, OBJ, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. I like those guys to really have a big first half, kind of loosen things up. And then in the second half, after the Bengals make some adjustments to, okay, well, we got to we gotta account for these other guys. For Cooper Cup to then see some more one-on-one looks in the second half, and he's more of the closer. So, you know, it's like a great basketball player. You know, you let, you know, Michael Jordan, you let Steve Kerr, you let Tony Kukoc, Scotty, Ron Harper, all these other guys kind of, you know, really get involved the first three quarters in the fourth quarter, you know, it's, it's Michael Jordan time. He's going to take over. I expect something like that from the Rams where late, we're going to see a lot more Cooper Cup late in the game than we will early in the game. Because I think early in the game, the Rams are going to be so hell-bent on not letting Cooper Cup beat them. So I think it's going to open up opportunities for OBJ. And that's also why I like OBJ the first touchdown, because I could see OBJ getting a one-on-one matchup with their second or third corner and burning him over the top. And with the safety help on Cooper Cup, it's OBJ one-on-one, and it's a 60-yard touchdown. So I'm I think there's a few different that. ways this could work out mad. really well for OBJ. The other one I like, if he plays, he's questionable right now, Tyler Higby, the Rams tight end. Uh, there's not a receiving line on him right now because he is questionable for the game. If he does play, he's become more and more of a security blanket for Matthew Stafford. So I like Tyler Higby. If he's out there to have a big game, he's going to be matched up on linebackers. He's a, he's a real mismatch there. And again, all the attention on Cooper Cup. We know how t- talented OBJ is. I like Tyler Higby working the middle of the field to re- to get maybe 60, 70 receiving yards in this game should he be playing. I like that. I like that. So uh, let me ask you, Rob, because so we're kind of on different sides of this here. How do you see this game playing out? Because that kind of happened in my head how it's going to play. I, I want to know because you have you, – you, you like Cincinnati to keep it close in the first half. You like them to cover the – you like Cincinnati to win. Let me start there. Uh, no, I don't like them to win outright. I like them to keep it close. Okay. Keep it close. And, and then, you know, four-point four dogs, you know, they could be down 10 in the fourth quarter. Burrow goes on a touchdown drive. It's, you know, 31-28 final. Rams could dominate the game since I gets a backdoor cover. Always dangerous when you have a great quarterback, which Burrow is. So how do you see this game playing out? I'm I'm, I'm curious to know because we have different outlooks on this. I see it being a battle. Uh, you mentioned Zach Taylor being former quarterback coach of Sean McVay, and and we remember that twenty what was that 2018 uh, Super Bowl 2018 uh, season. It was February of 19. February 19. Yeah, and yeah. we we remember it, and it was. You know, it was it was a bully ball. It was bully. It was pretty much bullying from Belichick 
he knew what was coming from McVeigh and he executed the play. I think it's going to be opposite. I think it's going to be a battle, man. It's going to be a battle in the first half, leading up to the second half. But like two minutes left in the game, you're going to see some miraculously crazy. Big drive, big play, and a field goal. I saw, I'm thinking 31-28 Rams. That's what I'm thinking. But you okay? So, but you think it's going to be close throughout? You think it's going to be close throughout? So I think I could see this. The first couple of drives, he's feeling each other out. The Bengals usually do get a drive going to start the game. I just think as this game goes on, that Rams defensive front is just going to wear out Cincinnati. Burrow's going to keep getting hit, and I just don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to sustain enough drives versus going on the other end. I look at the Rams, and I, and I just said, I do think the Bengals roster is being a little bit disrespected. They're better than we think, but I think the Rams have too much firepower here. They can run the ball They can run the ball well in this McVay scheme. The play-action game is awesome. Two elite wide receivers, a really good tight end. I just don't think the Bengals have the firepower to match it with Sean McVay, one of the best offensive masterminds you know in the game calling the plays what I also like about what I also like about the Rams is they've been here before and they were embarrassed the last time they were here and McVay has said you know there was things I did wrong I overprepared. I was I did too I tried to do too much so I like that McVay's been there and learned those lessons and is now coming back as a more mature head coach so that's the only reason I like the Rams is for the Bengals this is their first time here it's in L.A., bright lights. You know, it's a lot for the Rams. They're in their hometown, so they're not, you know, L.A. and all the stuff going on. It's nothing new to them, and they're, they've they been here. A lot of these guys have been here. Now, maybe Stafford hasn't been here, but Cooper Cup has been here. Aaron Donald has been here. Ben Von Miller's been here and won. You know, they, they have a lot of players who have been there, done that, a lot of star players, a lot of veteran leadership. And I like the Rams to just kind of, as the game progresses, just continue, just take more and more control of the game as it goes on. I think they're the more talented and better coach team and the more experienced team. I just, I just struggle to find outside of quarterback. I think Burrow is better than Stafford, although I don't think the gap is as big as some of the Bengal backers like to think it is. But outside of that, I don't see where the Bengals have advantages. I just don't see the advantages for Cincinnati, and I see a ton of them for the Rams. And not a ton of advantages, a ton of elite players. This isn't a team filled with just, like, good, solid players. It's a team of superstars. And superstars who, outside of Von Miller, have not won a championship. So the hunger is there. So I, I just I struggle to see where Cincinnati has the advantage here. Uh, I mean, I think we're looking at a we'll seventeen see, point game going into the fourth quarter. Like, honest, which I think, like, to like the casual fan who just wants a good game, that's not how you. And as a football fan, that's not necessarily how I want it to play out. Now, now I want it to play out that way for my financial sake. Um, but that, I mean, that's um, I, that's just the way I see this playing out. I just don't see the advantages the Bengals have. Unless they get just, you know, a bunch of huge plays from Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Mixon, which is possible. It's they've possible. Done this all year. They, they, they've done this all year, but against that defensive line and Jalen Ram- Ramsey back there in the secondary, 
I don't see the Bengals being able to string drives together. So it's coming down to a bunch of big plays against the best pass rush in football and the best corner in football and one of the best coaching staffs in football. And on the other end, you got to contain one of the best offenses in football (laughs) on the other side of the ball. I'm still Bengals plus four. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not expecting to talk to you. I'm just saying, like, I see it's playing. I think it's, you know, as the game progresses, we're going to see more and more separation. We might see, like, 7-6 at the end of the first quarter, and then we go to halftime, and it's, you know, 17-9 or 17-13. Then we go – we're going to go in the fourth quarter. It's going to be, like, 24-10 or 27-10 or, you know, whatever. You know, I think the more it the more it goes on, just the more the Rams are going to separate. That and that's the way. I, and I think also, and I've been reading. Like, have you have you heard that new Belichick book that came out? It's better to be feared. No, I haven't heard about it. You haven't heard? Okay, I I listened to an audio book when I was traveling all across Texas during Christmas break. Great. I mean, I would say read, but I listened to it. It's a great. It's a great read. A great. You know, you're, I'm an audio book guy, so I, I definitely recommend it. One thing they talk about, the Brady and Belichick went to six Super Bowls together. One thing they always talk about is how long the game is. You know, pregame warm-ups are long. The intros are long. The halftime is long. The commercial breaks are longer. So, like, the you know, you, you're waiting long. It, it, everything is just long, and I think that benefits a team who has been there before, who knows the feel of it and knows it's the more corporate crowd. There's not always a ton of juice in the stadium there. So I think all this benefits the team who has been there and not the young team who's, I don't want to say just happy to be there because I think the Bengals are absolutely walking into SoFi Stadium with every intention of winning a Lombardi trophy. I I just think it's going to be a little much for the Bengals, all of it going on combined with having to face the better coach and more talented roster. To recap, the picks, uh, Gabe is all Rams. LA Rams minus four. Matthew Stafford plus 140 MVP. OBJ, first touchdown of the game, plus 1,000. So that's 10, and you get you you add it up. <laughs> For me, Bobby Beats, uh, I'm going, I'm all Cincinnati. Cincinnati plus four against LA Rams. Cincinnati first half plus three versus LA Rams. Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. Anytime. Plus 300. I think I'm going to go put one on that Jamar Chase anytime TD. If I can find a plus 300 out there, I'm going to do that. Now, here, here before we get out of here, I want to ask you this. Every Super Bowl, there's a surprise star. You know, obviously, you know Malcolm Butler, you know, uh, you know, obviously just came out of nowhere. You know, last year it was Leonard Fournette, who, like, you know, you know, we remember, you know, Brady and, you know, the defensive line, but it was Leonard Fournette running the ball. It's like, wow, this, this is the guy who was taking top five in the draft. I remember the year the Patriots beat the Falcons. It was James White had like 14 catches or something like that. So there's all like the, the year the Eagles beat the Patriots. It was Corey Clement who came out of nowhere and just, you know, I think he had two touchdowns. I remember he had the one catch at the back of the end zone. There's always that surprise star. So who do you think, and I'm going to pick someone from the Bengals since all your picks are from the Bengals. Who is your, who is your surprise star in this one? I will say, like, Sam Hubbard, uh, he's from the Cincinnati, Ohio area, went to Ohio State. And I'm going to go wide receiver. I'm going to go Trent Taylor, who caught the two-point conversion. Trent Taylor. That's a a bold one. The Hubbard one I like because I I mentioned 
DJ Reader and Trey Henderson being really good players. Sam Hubbard's a good pass rusher in his own right. Uh, Andrew Whitworth is, by PFF, the best pass-blocking tackle in the NFL. He'll be on Hendrickson. So Hubbard will get a favorable matchup and a one-on-one matchup on the other side. I could see Hubbard getting a couple of sacks in this one. Because if the Bengals are going to win this game, they're going to have to get a couple sacks. They're going to need they're gonna need a tip pass interception or Stafford to go back to Detroit Stafford for a quarter or so and hit the big plays on offense. My, and I touched on him earlier. If he plays, my guy's Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby is the guy I really like. And if not him, the Kendall Blanton, who's Higby's backup, which Kendall Blanton, I know it was two whole weeks ago and in our society now, that's like a lifetime. But Kendall Blanton had an awesome NFC championship. He picked up some big first downs in that game. He just had some big plays in, in the passing game against San Francisco. I like the Rams tight end, whether it's Higby or Kendall Blanton, to have at least 50, 60 yards receiving and probably a touchdown as well. Because so much attention is going to be on Cooper Cup. I think we're going to see OBJ get off to a strong start to this game. So I like the tight ends kind of to work the matchups in the middle of the field, beat some linebackers in man-to-man coverage. I like the Rams tight ends to be the unsung heroes of this game. I would pick some of the running backs, but, you know, you know, Akers and Michelle are kind of splitting back there. What's the deal with Darrell Henderson? So I and the Ram, McVay wants to throw the ball with Stafford. We've been seeing that he he likes having Stafford sling it around. If you watch Matthew Stafford throw the ball and you have Cooper Cup on the outside, it's easy to know why you want to drop back forty times a game. But I like the, these Rams tight ends to really have a big impact in this game and be kind of the unsung heroes. And I was gonna, if I was going to pick someone someone from Cincinnati, I'm going to say and I'm, I've mentioned him a few times. I'm going to say Jesse Bates. The, the free safety, who I think is one of the better players in the NFL. We just don't really know about him because he plays for the Bengals and they didn't play Monday night and Sunday night games this year. So we haven't seen a lot of them. But he's one of the best safeties in football. I like Jesse Bates. If the Bengals are to win this game, is I think Jesse Bates gets an interception on a Stafford deep ball. I that's the that's that's gonna that's gonna be my that'll be my unsung hero. If the Bengals win this game, it'll be because it'll be because Jesse Bates forces a turnover or two. Yeah, uh, incredible season. I'm just looking at his stats right now. I mean, two out of the four seasons he had over hundred tackles. So he Yeah, and he and he's a free safety. He's not a box safety. He 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 plays back there again. He's one he is he really is he, I believe he's like a third or fourth round pick from Wake Forest uh several years ago. Again, he's just played in Cincinnati, so we don't know who he is, but he is an outstanding player. He's a fantastic player. I can agree so to that. That's I'm, I'm hoping – I'm rooting for him to have a good game because in the Cincinnati games I've watched in the last four or five years, he always pops off the screen for me. He's all, I'm always like, damn, that, that number 30 is good. But it's just he plays in Cincinnati, so it's – you, you just don't realize how good he is. So I love, like, for him and for a guy like Logan Wilson, who's, you know, a linebacker for the Bengals, that they're going to get this moment. You know, th- this moment where they're going to – and they're such good players. Even though I don't think the Bengals are going to win, they're going to make plays in this game. And they're going to make plays on defense. They're going to be those two guys, and that's going to be pretty cool. Because I think also their contract number is going to go up. They can get some money in their pocket as well. And, I'm, you know, I love it when I love it when good players get paid. <laughs> this has been the gambling shack uh super bowl addiction 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 addition super bowl edition tongue tied there a little tongue tied uh but uh you can follow me on twitter at robo harris jr i'm bobby beats by the way and my main man gabe myers g underscore myers 33 we will let these out 
We'll let these out. We don't sell. We don't sell picks on this show. We'll let these uh, picks out. Uh, you know, really to tell the two of the season. And uh, Gabe, it's it's been a pleasure, honestly. Football, college football, NFL football. We've been um, we've been at it, man. We've been really at it. This this was a really fun NFL season. Like I said, it's it's bittersweet Super Bowl Sunday because it's the last one till September. It's the last last Sunday with NFL football till September. So it's it's bittersweet, but we're gonna we're gonna have a ball. There's gonna be I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of food involved on both of both of our sides of it. But Rob, it's been a pleasure as well. I've had a lot of fun this uh, a lot of fun this NFL season, and we got to figure out what we're gonna do without football now. I mean, we got March Madness around the corner, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> we got we got to figure out what we're going to do. But until next time, people. Happy betting. Happy betting.